clap. clap. We have a guest, and I'm super excited because I've wanted this gangster on this show for the longest. Um, I stumbled across her page, I think some years ago, on Instagram. It's not this Instagram that you have now. It's Instagram we had before because you, like me, are in the tribe of getting your page lead all the time. Knock on something. Mm-mm. Father God, we know we need them pages. Yes. Please take a moment of silence. God, can we Girl. keep our pages, please? We got promo. In the words of Great Boosie, I got promo to post more to Zuckerberg. I got people's socks and shit to post. Lord Jesus, I need to know I need that promo money. Please. Amen. Um, we have the spiritual whistleblower in the house. And she is beautiful, even more beautiful in person. You're beautiful too. Thank you. But I had to say that to you because... You come like a gangster, doobie rap, face in the camera, do 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 do. But your glow up, I always catch you when you do your um your touring and mm-hmm. your, you always get real pretty. I always notice how nice you Thank look. Thank you. But you look so beautiful in person. I'm so glad you're here. You don't know how long I wanted you to come. Excited to be here, girl. What? Yeah. You where'd was, you come you from? You popping. Thank you. Where'd I come from? Wow. Um, I was born in Trent, New Jersey, first and foremost. Mm-hmm. Um, been living in New York for the last twenty years. Okay. And um. Slowly but surely got into the New York hip hop industry in New York. Okay. Um, thanks to DJ K Slay, the late DJ K Slay, may he rest in peace. Rest in peace, K yes. Slay, for yes. sure. A legend in the game. I found you on social media, okay. the spiritual whistleblower. Yes. I love to call you Buffy the Narcissist Slayer. You can call me whatever you want, girl. I did listen, and I don't know if I share this with some of my viewers. I did not know what a narcissist was. Or what narcissism was, but then I would hear it would be like it's almost like things get kind of trendy. Mm-hmm. So it's like that became a word people threw around a little bit, a lot. And I would and it would, it struck my interest because I would hear things and it would just it was zoning to certain people in my life. I would think, well, is that person a narcissist? Am I a narcissist or whatever? But for you, what is the definition? Just if you don't mind, to the people that don't know, what's the definition of a narcissist? Okay, a narcissist is someone who lacks empathy, lacks remorse, um, they're godlike in their thinking, um, self-entitled, delusional. They're adults with a stunted emotional intelligence, which means they're like children trapped in adult bodies. Mm. They um, were traumatized or abused in their childhood. And um, abuse comes in different forms. So they could, you know, their parents, if their parents were running the streets and abandoned them. Um, they can become emotionally void that way. If they're molested or beaten badly, um, if they're spoiled too much, you know, it comes in different forms. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? I know a lot of people that were spoiled um, when they were younger and um, they're, they're terrible now. They become self-entitled adults. Boy. So I want to make something clear. We all have narcissistic traits. Everybody does. Everybody. Because if your mother and father are toxic, your family are narcissistic, you were raised in that environment, you're going to pick up those habits. Right. It, it isn't until you get out into the real world and you get around other people and people start mirroring back to you your toxic shit. Right. And then you're like, yo, I need to work on that. But see, a narcissist will say, well, fuck it. I'm not changing for nobody. So right. there's a difference. We all have traits. We can get rid of the traits. Uh, you have to have at least five of the nine to be considered a narcissist so you know we all we all toxic but at the end of the day if you're willing to be accountable and clean your shit up you're not a narcissist narcissists Mm. don't give a fuck they lack accountability right so there's a difference in compassion um 
I think that it's like a breath of fresh air that you're so explanatory about that. Because I feel like in my peer group or me coming up, that wasn't something that people talked about. And when it became that trendy word that people talk about, people are not explaining that or even looking into the definition of it. So it becomes something you just kind of say to people on Twitter or you just throw it in the comments. He's a narcissist. So I think it's a total need for you in this in our community, really, though, but um, you have a uh, uh, bachelor's degree. You're going for your master's degree in psychology. I have a bachelor's and master's. I'm going for my doctorate in psychology. Excuse me. And I'm hood. What? All right. So where, do you, where <laughs> did you start at? Because prior to going viral, what are you doing? I was working in the hip-hop industry. That's where my writing background came from. Shouts out to the late DJ K. Slay, Straight Stunt Magazine. I wrote for him for three years. That opened the door for me to write for XXL Magazine for another couple years. Interned for Hot 9-7, interned for Sirius. I interned for DJ Envy. He has several business ventures. So I worked um, under Top Pop Soda with DJ Envy. So, um, but... I always kept coming back to the writing, but I wasn't fulfilled. I got the degrees, the credentials, the writing, but my personal life, I wasn't fulfilled. And I was dating fucking idiots. Mm -hmm. And I said, there's a pattern. I'm sick of it. So I took some time out to get to know me and, um, you know, get rid of my shit. They call it a shadow work. And, um, I started helping people. Well, I started my YouTube channel years ago. Okay. And it started out as a personal vlog. I wasn't looking for attention or audience, nothing. I was just blogging, you know, the shit I went through and people started being drawn to it. And my YouTube started growing. Okay. Then I wrote the book, um, How to Defeat a Narcissist. Mm. And then my shit just started taking off. And here I am today. Okay. So... I, I I wanted Dre to cut in one of your viral clips, one of the ones I know of a TikTok, um, one of your biggest clips because it ended up making it to the real television show. Yes, Garcia had she had an issue when she discussed it. So, okay. but I'll let you. Yeah, you know, I want to. I'm a, just in case you haven't heard the spiritual whistleblower because you live under a fucking rock. Here's her clip right here, one of the biggest viral clips she ever had, and it did make it to the real. Um, the real daytime talk show, which is pretty big for yeah. a fucking TikTok video. There used to be a time where meeting a man's mother for the very first time was deemed very special and he saw you as the one. Oh, honey, but they have taught us women the wrong thing for so long and we need to fucking wise up and start seeing this shit for what it is. The way that a man treats all his romantic partners is a reflection of how his mother treats herself and how she allows other men to treat her as well. Just because you meet his mother doesn't mean shit. Do not trust her when you first meet her. And trust me, she's going to be on her best behavior. She's going to be fake, phony, and she's going to size you up to see if you're anything trifling like she is. Or if you're sweet and you can be played. Because she has trained her son to use and abuse and play good women. And she will often team up with that toxic ex-girlfriend, ex-wife, ex-baby mama that's a piece of shit like she is. I'm treating you like you're garbage. Because she knows you're a better woman than she is. Um, am I supposed to be quiet right here where you fit it in? Or we just keep going and you fit in? The magic of editing. <laughs> that is wild. So technically you already saw it. No. So... <laughs> When you begin to go viral, um, is that like your first one, your first viral video, that one, or no? No, I actually went viral when I spoke out against Kevin Samuels a year ago. 
Oh. I spoke about, um, and may he rest in peace. I, you know, I could say a lot of horrible things, but I, I'm not that type of person. I don't speak negative on the deceased. But when he was here a year ago and going in, um, I did a video about him owing child support and it went viral. I don't know why it went viral, but it ended up on all types of blogs and people was... He paid. He just paid it off. That's allegedly. Um, he but just now. He, yeah, but he owed quite a bit. That's the rumors, and um, a year ago. And so you know, his followers came from my throat. It is what it is. But yeah. that was that was one of my That's viral. That's the more first the viral. Yeah, rumors. yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> so the one that you did go viral, they talked about in the real. What are you discussing? What, what, what was about Toxic, the family? Toxic narcissistic mother-in-laws. Mm. Something that we as women need to we weren't taught that you feel me we're always taught that if you meet the family the mother you in there you good nobody taught us how manipulative and trifling the mother-in-laws can be which is why most of these men are fuck boys it's because of their mothers Mm. the father plays a part but that man learns everything about a woman from his mother so if she's a piece of shit Mm. piece of trash that's Rhonda's favorite thing that you say when you say his mother's a piece of shit. She loves me because she said you start out so elegant with the big words. Then you're like, you know, his mother's a piece of shit. And that's why he a piece of shit because she's the shit don't fall from from the tree. They ta- they're a tag team duo. Whether she, his. Yeah. Well, whether his father's in a picture or not, mom's going to be his ace. So she's going to help. She's going to play the role. Oh, welcome, daughter in law, blah, blah, blah. In the beginning. That's the real you in. That's called love bombing. All narcissists do it. And when you get comfortable, I want to talk about love bombing. Don't forget, but keep going. Please. Okay. And when you get good and comfortable, the rest of the family, especially the female relatives, the aunts, the cousins, the, the nieces, sisters. they're sizing you up. That sister-in-law that's overly possessive. They act like they want to fuck him. Mm-hmm. Trifling ass bitches. So <laughs> they're analyzing you to see what your weaknesses are, especially mama's the ringleader. Mm-hmm. So that that's and then she end up using you for favors, asking for money and shit. But the whole time she know he fucking the side chick. She know all mm-hmm. the side chicks. Listen, I went viral. Not to cut you off, I went viral some years ago, mm-hmm. and I made a video. And what I say is, never trust his people or trust them to a certain extent. Never. And I always say, um, you trust them in that moment for that where you social. That's it. Yes. But you need to know. Sis goes for every bitch that walk across that door. Everyone, everybody's a daughter-in-law. Hey, girl, and they invite everybody to the barbecue, and you're not special. His friends aren't your friends, right? His mother isn't your mother. His sisters, your sister, his cousins aren't your cousins. And if you go in with that, you won't have so much hurt, right? When you find out what the fuck is going on. Sometimes, but sometimes you walk in, it's a barbecue. They ain't invite you, bitch, right? They got the other bitch over there, and they know where all the hidden babies are too. And it doesn't matter if Ma goes to Do church you know every Sunday. No. <laughs> Do you know them? No. no. All right. <laughs> no shade, but them bitches, they, they get like that. I had a horrible experience in all seriousness. I, I mean, did too, girl. Listen. I wasn't, and I don't want to like blast, you know, whatever, but I was like new into a family and we was, and his mom put me through hell. And what was hard for me was, on the outside, she had a good job. She was well known in the church. All the she was supposed to be. She didn't curse. All and the fronts. shit that this lady would do was like 
crazy. And I recognized it from the beginning. So from the beginning, I just didn't want to be friendly. Like I could say hello, but like, I don't want to come over. I don't, I remember one of the first things she did, she had just met me and she invited me to Thanksgiving. Oh. And she had talked about his ex on the phone and, you know, whatever. And she called me the next day and said, I'm sorry for that. That was really inappropriate. I really love her. And I don't think it's a good idea for you to come to Thanksgiving. But that was like move one because she wanted me to clamor for her, clamor for her love. And I have a mother. Mm -hmm. I'm not, you know, no, I hate to say this is kind of mean or for any, but I'm not, I don't don't have that experience where I'm searching for a family like that. Right. The mother I have is my mother. My mother's not hugely social or, you know, she ain't going a bunch of places. We ain't going on vacation together, but she's my mother and she's mine. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I'm never going to clamor with you with this raggedy bitch to try to get your attention because I have my own mom and I recognize that shit day one. And I think she hated that about me. She did. You can't be controlled. If you can't be controlled, used or manipulated, they're going to get you out the picture. And that's where the exes and the toxic side chicks, they'll pull them in and, and set it up where he can sleep. The mama will have the side chicks in her house. Her son can sleep the side chicks in her house. And that's mm. to get rid of you. Mm. If you can't be controlled and played and manipulated, they're going to want you out the picture. What is my question? If you meet, let's say you meet a guy, you like a guy, you love him. I'm asking these questions because I know y'all have them. And I get questions like this all the time and I don't know the fucking answers at all. Okay. I used to just ask me if I can go to school. I ain't go to school. Just like, you know what? It's so refreshing to me that you're this viral person and you're giving all this game, but you are fucking educated. You know what the fuck you're talking about. You know what I mean? You're writing these books and you're not pulling this shit out of your ass. You know what the fuck you're talking I about. I lived it. It's not opinion based. My question, I'm asking for my viewers because I love my viewers, my cousins. My question is, is if you do meet a guy and you do like him, he has potential and he is this great guy, but he has this narcissist mother. Is that doable at all or no? It's doable if he's on that Prince Harry shit. Mm-hmm. See, Prince Harry cut his motherfucking family off mm-hmm. and he got his wife and got on up out of there. Mm-hmm. Your man has to recognize, I love my family, but they not going to bring their toxic shit into my relationship right harry protects his wife yes he does you see how they was stunting yes was that yesterday the day before mm-hmm. and all them people was hating on them he walked in there proud with his wife yes he did so your man has to be willing like to cut that generational trauma off to protect you right so it is doable if his mindset is right, right. a lot of these brothers is fucked up because they mamas got their legs wrapped around their boy that's her husband that ain't her son Okay, now you so, recognize he's a narcissist, your, your mate, right? Yes. You get out right away or do you try to work on that? We go to therapy or you bringing it to him, you're a narcissist baby, blah, blah, blah. Or do you have to run away? I would highly recommend the moment that you see the first red flag, get out. It ain't no therapy because if they go to therapy, they're going to manipulate or gaslight you in that session and they're going to mm. fuck with the therapist. A lot of therapists won't even treat them. What? Once they realize they're narcissistic, they don't, because they're going to sit there and manipulate they don't, like they don't they take accountability. <laughs> they lack accountability. They hate therapy. Mm. Now, if you threaten to leave, oh, I'll go to therapy with you. I don't want you to leave. But he's going to sit there in front like he, no. And he's learning new information about you in that therapy session to use against you down the line. So I say leave at the first red flag. Damn, Save yourself heavy. a lot of trauma, heartbreak, and money because they want your money. And a lot of them are down low. Most of them are down low. They use, yeah, they use us for the front to get to our money, but they be out with their boyfriends. You know, I'm, um, I'm in my, I'm in my mid 30 
And I come from an era where men didn't even ask you for, you know what I mean? It was like taboo to ask a woman for money. Now I think more than ever, it's not only not taboo, it's almost like it's the expected. thing to do to like spend money on him. It's and expected. women are getting on their knees, getting your knee all ass. She proposing to niggas. No. Sick. Absolutely filthy. not. I, I wish woman, I would. Every time I see a woman propose to a man, I throw up in my mouth a little bit. Like Auntie acid, like a little, not too much. It's nasty. No it's way. Mm-hmm. Why are you doing that? Get up. Okay, couple telltale signs that you're dating a narcissist. Or that the mother's narcissist. I feel like they go together. It's kind of like Well, a lot of men will not introduce you to their narcissistic mother because she's already met enough of them. So he'll keep you hidden. Mm. So they juggling multiple women. But one of the red flags is if he trash talks his exes, ladies. my God. Get the fuck out. I know that. Because, you know, when he get done with you, he going to add your name to that list. And talk bad about you to the next bitch. Because a real man not going to talk about the bitch. No. Damn, that's a good one. Give me another one. And and, and also, too, he's trash talking this woman because he's either sleeping with her or he wants to sleep with her baby mama, ex-wife, ex-girlfriend. So he wants to pitch y'all against each other to compete over him. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, another one is that he tells his mama all y'all business hmm. or, well, excuse me, let me say this. If he talks negative, most of them talk negative about their mothers. They have a hidden resentment towards their mothers. The mothers are trifling, mm-hmm. but the, the, the issue is they won't detach from her permanently because she's trained him to be loyal to her toxicity, no matter how toxic she is. Right. So he going to play you against his mama too. Mm. So in the beginning when he trying to get in good with you and love bomb you, he's going to talk, oh, I had a horrible childhood. My mother this, my mother that. She did da, 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 da. Then when you get in and you secure, he know you ain't going nowhere. Then he going to take your business and pillow talk and go run to his mama. Child. Because mama ain't going nowhere. Mama will fight for her ma- her son, excuse me, her man. And she's jealous. If you a boss bitch, you a strong woman. His mama is the opposite. She's not going to like you. Now, Uh, if he bring a weak, toxic bitch up in there, she's going to click with her. Okay. Welfare recipient. Yes. work. Yes. Another user, liar, intentional side chick. Mom loves them types. Yeah. Yeah. But a strong bitch? No. You a problem. Yeah. I, I, for me, I recently, I really think I dated a narcissist and I, and I, the love bombing thing is new to me as well. I don't, you know, my, mm-hmm. let me tell you my understanding of love bombing. Mm-hmm. My understanding of love bombing is a person, and, and I feel like it, another thing that goes hand in hand with narcissism, because they recognize in you what you lack. So let's say you're in a situation where you're, you've are you been single for a while, you haven't been affectionate, you ain't getting no dick or you whatever. So that person will be super affectionate towards you, always touching you, rubbing you, rubbing your feet, slow dancing in the house to no music, right? Real lovey-dovey. Mm-hmm. They see what you're missing. They give you a lot of it in the beginning. As soon as you are like beyond smitten with they it, you're used back. to it, they take it they away from it. Yep. So now we play this game of... What did I do? I want that back. Is that, am I the reason why you're not rubbing my feet no more? Am I the reason why you don't eat my butt every night? Right. Because you were eating my butt every night, but now all of a sudden you don't eat butt. Or if you break up and he's, he rebounds immediately. That side chick was always there, by the way. Mm. And a lot of women will say to me, why is he giving her everything that he promised me? Right. It's all a game. Girl. That's temporary. He's he's doing that to punish you so that you'll go running and begging him. I what can I do? Hands. Yes, girl. Kumbaya. This is crazy. 
Yeah, he wants you to beg him. Like, what do, what do I need to do to get us back to where we used to be? Why are you giving her everything? I need to but it's temporary with her. Oh, you need me to come? I'll help I you. I need you to come. You're I'm a gangster. Coming. I really look at you like that, like you don't take any shit. I got more questions for, um, for that too, a little okay. later down the line. But on this, like what you just giving this game to so many other people, you have room to date yourself? Like, I don't want to. I do yeah. occasionally, but I'm so fulfilled with doing this stuff. I love it. Mm-hmm. I don't even, like, they get on my nerves. Does it scare them off a bit? Because what I do scare men off for sure, and I just tell jokes. They're scared, and all they can do is cyber stalk, cyber bully with your bitter. That's all I get. Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck you. I'm going to keep talking because you're not going to silence me. That's right. So, no. That's hard. Make a video the other day. She was like, yeah, I'm a bitter bitch. Wow. I am a bitter bitch, and this bitter bitch is making money off her bitterness, writing books and helping black women speaking of so, writing books you got gifts for me right this do I, I sure get this? do girl you know I could not come here my empty-handed. family can kiss my ass and my family can kiss my ass <laughs> not all of them but a lot of them you know what I mean that's for you right. you got a bunch of goodies in there this is too cute not where can people buy that. these books at? Because I feel like it's, we could go on for hours and hours and hours and hours, but it's never going to be enough. I'm going to list the them. Books. I got nine books right now available on Amazon. Um, how to Defeat a Narcissist. I have a children's book where you teach children how to have empathy um, so that they don't turn into narcissists. Hello, my name is Empathy. Uh, my family can kiss my ass. I got the glow up book for women. I can't stand my mother. I can't stand my mother. I released that last month for Mother's Day for all the women that have toxic, jealous mothers and sisters. How do you recognize that, that you've been raised in a situation where your parents, where your parent or parents are narcissists? How do you recognize that? When, um, well, for me, all through your childhood, um, if you have siblings, they praise your siblings and shit on you. That's Child. called that's called triangulation, mm. playing your children against each other. A healthy parent's going to treat all their children the same. Mm-hmm. I remember one Christmas, I have a brother and sister, I'm the eldest. My mother made me and my brother watch my sister. She She's the only one that got gifts under the tree. We had to sit there and watch her open her gifts. That's wow. triangulation. Wow. She was punishing us on Christmas because that's how she was. Wow. She's an abuser. Wow. Emotional abuse. Emotional abuser. I find so many. I feel like, and I don't want to, because I be, sometimes I say shit, I feel like it shake the table. But I feel like in our community, mm-hmm. some of the things that are just kind of normal in our households are just, I mean, they just did wrong. For example, um, the way my mother was raised or a lot of my cousins were raised where it would be siblings, brother and sister. And the brothers don't do any housework. Oh, they coddle the boys and they make the girls do everything. Now. I, I know the struggle of a black man in America. I know why we love our sons so much and why we want to be protective of our sons. And But what I also know is it doesn't make for a well-rounded man when you spoil him like that. My grandmother explained it to me because my grandmother was totally, uh, you know, the boys are just more important. And I, I come from that family, both sides of my family. Mm-hmm. The boys were allowed to cuss first. The boys were accepted for doing certain things like getting in trouble criminal wise sleeping with older women losing their virginity as young boys which almost is almost pedi- encouraged to do that's that that's pedophilia by the way listen that's a girl we're gonna be here alone for a long time okay but I'm okay sidebar a lot of my male friends will tell stories or associates or just random people I meet. They'll tell stories about losing their virginity to these adults. Mm-hmm. Sounds totally like rape. Sounds like molestation. These girls are 20, you're 13, your uncle set up. Your, for the love of God, 
I talked about Boosie for that on this show before mm-hmm. because I think he got the girl to give him a lap dance or sometimes he would go live and shake it for my son. I feel like down south is real like welcomed and open to kind of like mm-hmm. I've heard people, if I'm not mistaken, Boosie said he got his son a prostitute to lose his virginity to. Mm. So it's like in our community, some things and I speak for our community because that's the community I'm in. It's normalized, it's normalized, exactly. So I feel like when you do grow up or when you do separate from your family, how do you figure the difference of, okay, this was love, this was a good thing, or this is culture, this is how we were raised, versus this shit was dead wrong, that's emotional abuse. Like, how do you recognize that and get yourself away from that? Or at least make that line with your parent and say, look, you can't do this to me anymore. I'm a grown-ass woman. This is my house. I'm not accepting of this, and I'm not bringing this shit into my family. Because that's the thing. Your mother will try to introduce that bullshit she did to your family. Sidebar. I understand, because that's what my grandmother said. It's hard for a black man. You know how hard it is out here for him? Almost like we need to show them more love because they get so much hate. And I can feel that. Mm-hmm. But for me, the adult men, like my father, they that spoiled shit doesn't do well with them once they're adults. They, no, act they like become narcs. They, they become narcissists. I call them looney tunes, but They whatever, were coddled right? and enabled to be abusive towards women. Um, The thing is, what people come to learn and I had to learn too is you'll give your mother and father your parents are narcissists what ends up happening is they will fuck the relationship up and because they've trained you to be loyal you're going to feel guilty for trying to cut them off and you'll keep trying to mend the relationship even though they're in the wrong you're going to keep coming that's mom that's dad I got to keep trying I got to keep right and every time they're going to kick you the fuck down mm-hmm. They're not ever going to change. They get worse as they age. They will abuse you from their deathbed. For sure. They will write their will in a way that their children are fighting after they die. And they're still controlling their children from the, from the grave. There is no cure for this other than death. So I wonder, I think I drew off, but it's so, I've seen so many families fall apart when big mama die. Mm Mm-hmm. And a lot of it is wrapped up in how those wills are written or just how they, they split and divvy things up. Big mama's the culprit. She's she's God the puppet master. She's the ringleader. Big mama piece of shit. Yeah. Damn. She's a pig. And mom. I feel like in our community, you're not allowed to say that. I remember saying on social media before, like, I'd rather look at a situation where it's like, you're my father because you do fatherly things. But if you're my father and you're not doing fatherly things, and the only thing you have to say that you're my father is blood relation, nigga, you ain't my dad then. And I don't have to hold on to that relationship. I feel like in a black community, it's pressure to take care of your mom, take care of your dad, even if they fucked up. Toxic loyalty is what I call it. Well, it's a trauma bond. That's the correct term. You're trauma bonded, even though they're toxic. I call it toxic loyalty. They groom us to stay loyal, no matter how much they fuck up and right. do they shit. No, you have to draw boundaries with your parents because you got mental. If you got kids, you don't want to transfer this shit to your children either. Right. And you even got to protect your kids from your abusive parents because yes. they will groom your children behind your back and turn your kids into narcissists. Mm. Then when your child's grown, they jumping on grandma and grandpa's bandwagon to disrespect you. God damn it. All so it's, it's a setup. And I want to say, ladies, if you keep dealing with toxic men, look at your father. Because the men we end up with My daddy, are a reflection of who I And our dad, if your daddy's a narcissist, peep this. 
He's not going to protect you from your abuser. Now he'll set it up where you can run and tell him all the drama you're going through, but your daddy set you up to fail in your relationship so that you can bond with him through your drama and trauma so that he can maintain control over you. you So that dad is, daddy's running game. I I might be a prophet. I don't know. You might be. I had that explicit. I'm talking (laughs) about my dad has told my boyfriend at the time, like you need to check her. Like you, she could Your be my bitch. should not be. This is what I tell <laughs> ladies because uh, my one of my exes punched me in the eye and I mm. put him in jail. He broke my eye socket. God damn! And he called my daddy crying and all that. And then my father calls me. What did you do to make him hit you? So I'm sorry I had to go through that. Yeah, when 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 your father's a narcissist, he will either side with your abuser or enable your abuser, or he'll encourage you to stay with him, knowing the motherfucker ain't shit because mm. your daddy ain't shit. Mm. And daddy know your relationship going to eventually fall apart because you're with a, a, a toxic motherfucker. So where are you going to run? You're going to run to daddy for advice and you're bonding with daddy through your trauma. He mm-hmm. sets you up to fail in your fucking relationship so he can control you, control you through your, your trauma. You have to have a lot of courage, though, to like recognize that in your parents and then decide you ain't going to take that shit. Because it's like you you one of three or four and everybody. And I, and, I, and I know it's not just a black community thing. In the Asian community, you're supposed to take care of oh, your parents. Oh, it's universal. In the Spanish community, you're supposed to take care of your parents. I just feel like in our communities, within those communities, you get a side eye for cutting your mother off, your father off, even if they deserve it. So I feel like if you are that person and, and, and now you are alone because you're not going to Thanksgiving, they ain't inviting you to Easter, you calling shit out and you're not allowing people to shit on you anymore. Yeah. I think in that journey, when you put yourself first and you do that work and you take care of yourself, I think it can be a lonely one, but I think it's worth it and I think it's necessary. I think you shouldn't let nobody shit on you, whether it's your, even if it's your child, even if it's your adult child, Absolutely. I think you got to do what you got to do. I'll tell people to cut their adult children off because it, it, the, the children are abusive too and you got to save your mental health from your own child. I know people that got a restraining order against their own children. Mm. So it's real. So it's, it's a similar thing with that. You don't see, there is no hope with that. Like, I guess there's no fixing that. There's no cure. Damn. They can go to therapy, but again, narcissists do not like going to therapy unless there's something in it for them or it either it's court mandated. The judge says you got to go to therapy as a, you know, they don't, they they don't, they lack accountability. So therapy is no good. So you've never seen a narcissist change, even if you they change temporarily to get something out the deal. Then they go back to their old ways. Damn. So it's a yes and a no. The but love bombing thing, you know, I don't want to sound crazy. I think you should be jailed for that. I think that should be like punishable by like a fine. It's abuse. Love bombing is a total abuse I because it's all it fake. It's, fake. it's such a trick. It's so yeah. fucked up. I mean, really, it's like in the fact that they seek you out. It reminds me how pimps do. They're predators. Yeah, they're predators. Exactly. That's what a pimp basically is. Mm-hmm. He looks for that lonely girl, the family, this girl, whatever. I would like to know in here, all the men are quiet looking at their phone. They're very quiet. I wonder if they're all narcissists. I think Phelps probably is. If anybody's definitely Phelps. I still go with you. She had, you have an assessment to see? You have like a test to see if people are narcissists? Or there is tests, period. They're online. So There's tests, sure. but I have my own. You can smell uh, it, I have discernment, yes. You have discernment. What yeah. you smell about the one with the cone head? I don't know. He's he I gotta I gotta talk to him some more because they tricky. They they getting they know we on to them now, so they gotta up their up their manipulation. You so like we the don't. Ghostbusters. You need to start like a group <laughs> locking motherfuckers up. No, we need to, we need to protect her. 
We need to protect at her all put costs. Her somewhere in a bunker or something because they might try to get you, girl. They are. But and I know they probably made you him. cute because they want. That's right, the man above. Yeah, and that's the thing because she look good because they want you to be ugly, but you ain't ugly. That's why I dress down on purpose. You I be smart. what I be wanting them to call me ugly. Yeah, you ain't ugly. Got no. a little ass on you too. I seen you, girl. Ah! Um, so we got the breakup manual. I can't stand my mother. I'm not gonna front the kind of personality I have. The type of personality, just the type of person I am, it just makes me like that. They can't be fixed. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it also makes me like about the people because there's narcissists in my life, and I don't want to be a narcissist, narcissist myself. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I don't lack empathy, and I do want to be a better person. Like every day, I want to be a better person than I was the day before. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but I do want to encourage people, especially black people, to like break them. T- break them chains and then you know so your kids can have a different kind of experience and you could because you build your own family mm-hmm. you come from the Johnsons but you build your own tribe and you can build your own traditions and you can bring in your own love you don't have to do the same thing over and over and over and I say judge your relationships as far as father sister mother by their behavior versus the relation and versus the history it doesn't matter if you live with this bitch in the late 80s and protect your kids from your toxic baby daddy that that's a whole nother. How do you do that? You have to get the court system involved or don't put his name on a birth certificate and relocate so that he can't serve you with the paperwork, you know, to get so that keep DNA. Them, keep them away from their dad, period. Because they abuse you during your pregnancy. They either abandon you or he, his mom and sister are going to verbally team up against you. And the sick shit is your unborn child is picking up all that stress. That's a fact. And this is why a lot of babies is what I believe, because I'm a mom of a special needs child. Your baby might have ADHD, developmental delays, heart problems, heart murmurs, autism. That's from mom going through Mm. shit during her pregnancy because your baby's picking up that that trauma, too. So these men do not care about you or your baby. He locked you down. Niggas trap women more than women trap men. I I don't care what nobody say so so that he can have one up on you and hinder your fucking life Mm. for the next 18 years. He also has that connection to you. Yeah, he wants access, money, sex. You're his permanent side chick. He wants to bench you for 18 years with Mm. a baby. He don't give a fuck about the baby. And if you don't cooperate, he's going to abandon the child. Mm. Fuck child support, all of that. You won't let That's me control you. That's like the baby you. daddies that won't. Once you stop fucking them, they don't take care of the kid no more. They're narcs. Mm. Listen, it's a couple celebs I've always been curious about. Now, you already said Kevin Samuels. We're not going to disrespect him. Or, no. Or mention the I'm size nice. of his head or whatever. But um, Jada Pinkett. Jada, in my opinion, is a full-blown narcissist. Ooh. She's full-blown. No, you didn't. Yes. She got a small head, too. I wonder if it's a correlation <laughs> with smaller heads. You know what I'm saying? That's why I think Derek's a narcissist because his head is small and pointed. I'm sorry, Derek. Wait, wait, who's Derek? Yeah, it's small, small. Oh. This is Derek with a small head. Yeah. Um. Either way, he could take it. He's a comedian. Um. So you do think yes for Jada? Full bl- and Will too. They both are. What? So how does that work? Two narcissists together. They Two, should be happy. Then they should stick together. They're not happy, but that's the glue to their marriage. Mm. Two narcissists. Both my grandparents, my father's parents are narcissists, in my opinion. Toxic as hell, fighting for six, married 60 years, fist fights, all of that. My granddaddy had a baby outside the marriage. My grandmother cheated back. They sleep in separate bedrooms, but they will not divorce. Damn. So that's what Will and Jada got. You mm. feel me? 
She's toxic as fuck. She disrespects him, emasculates him, but he's doing his, he's the breadwinner. He's doing everything too, but their Is marriage. Is this something you felt prior to the slap heard across the world? Told or him, told him. I've been, I've been called Jada out like two years ago. I hate the red table talk. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, when she had Dr. Romney, the psychologist on her show, they did a whole show on narcissistic, uh, narcissism. I know she was sitting there like, damn, Dr. Romney is describing me. Wow. Jada knows she's a narcissist. Wow. She's wow. full blown. See, that went over my head. Yeah. I just figured that like, like she got good coochie or something. No. I just it's, it's a control thing. And um, just listening to her background, how she was raised, I think her mother's a narc and her grandmother. Because her grandmother, I think she allegedly said her grandmother taught her at nine to pleasure herself. What are you doing teaching a young child? Again, that's pedophilia to me. Okay. Like, I, I don't, they can sugarcoat it all they want. That's inappropriate. Yeah. What are you teaching a young child how to, you know, do you feel like it's coming out in the kids? Like, do you see it on, um, oh, it's terrible. All of them. Well, their children, you mean? Their children. It's kind of hard to say. I, I think those kids have seen a lot more than what we, we've seen a lot. Mm-hmm. But I'm just like, I'm, I'm Imagine empathetic. Inside the, house. the kids probably see way more. As far as like, because I'm a, I'm a huge rap fan, like the rappers or musicians, who's huge to you? Like a huge narcissist. Like Future, like- Drake, uh, all of them. Baby, little baby, the baby, all of them. The ones with multiple baby mamas. Because like I said, you know, they control women with money, but women are nothing more than objects. So they trap them with the baby and they jump into a new relationship. Young Excuse me, I'm sorry. Shut up. <laughs> do not do that. I'm sorry. He said free young thug. Free. All these young guys. Free young thug is what Phelps said. Excuse me. Jeffrey, excuse me. Okay. Okay. Hey, clip that out. (laughs) Free thugger. Free thugger. And everybody laughed at him when he asked to go to the bathroom. May you slip on a banana pill and fall into STD. That was bad. I thought it was sad. I didn't laugh. What the fuck? I've been to prison though. Yeah. They packed with every CEO I ever met. There's nurses, every police officer. Oh, all of them. But they're the only ones that could deal with the inmates. I guess so. I guess so. This shit got a little wild. What did you bring me? Is this alcohol? This is from my girl, Jay's Elixirs. This is my signature cocktail, the Pink Whistle Teeny. I love tequila. So it's a little tropical something with tequila in it. So shouts out to Jay's Elixirs. Y'all like them? Yeah, Everybody got one? Everybody get one? Here, get it. Here, get it. Come, come. Here, you want mine, Tom? It's too strong for me. It tastes good. It's fruit and it's real sweet. All right. I'm excited. Um, I want you, we do this thing here. Where we play voicemails and mm-hmm. we give advice. Okay. We also do something with the dark side of the DM. I'm sure your DM is packed with advice, but it I want to start with the voicemail first. And I would like you to answer it versus me. Um, I have it right, Dre. Yeah, you should. All right. Let me know if you can't hear it, okay? You ready? Let me know if you can hear it. This voicemail. Okay. Um, we have a number we give out to the podcast listeners and they call for advice all the time. Okay. So you're probably going to end up ask, answering a couple of questions with advice. I know your DM is packed with advice. Before we do that, you do one-on-ones. People like, can they book you for that? Yes. Um, you, if you go to my Instagram, there's the link there. I do one-on-ones. I have international clients. 30 minute, 15 minute, 60 minute. That's really what this was, was one-on-one. Niggas just around. That's, all, that's why I wanted to Oh, okay. There. I needed this. <laughs> hey, bye-bye. It's about Tyler from Memphis. 
I just want to know, like, little shorty, my little shorty seems narcissist and shit. Like, she's so self-centered and shit. What's up with her? What he said was, let me see. His shorty's a narcissist. So I'm guessing. What's up with her? Everybody's in tears. He said, I have an how do you tell if a female's a narcissist, basically? And I guess, he, is she, what is he saying? She's self-absorbed? Hey, bye, bye. It's about a child from Memphis. Oh. I just want to know. Charlie little, from Memphis. A little shorty seems narcissist and shit. Like, she's so self-centered and shit. Okay, his girl is self-centered. And she thinks she may be a narcissist. How does he know? Like, what's telltale signs for a man? Because I know that some of the men are going to be like, what about us? As a man, what are some ways to figure that your woman is a narcissist or she's, you know, bringing that kind of vibe to the relationship? She's a serial cheater, but she's a better cheater. Mm. The female narcs are way worse than the men. Mm. And they're working with more. They got cleavage. They got body, you know, so they can come on. They Men are visual, that's the thing. We play off of that. Mm-hmm. So it's harder for men, I feel, the male narcissist, whereas the female, she's just more vicious with it. Right. You know, she gets more. So she, a she's, cheater, a better, she's a better cheater. Is it like, are you saying like kind of um, like sexy dressing kind of or a woman that's real? Like that too. She just knows how to use her sexuality to get what she wants. She okay. is highly controlling, controlling, very manipulative and very money hungry. You got Ooh. to come with some money. She she's about her paper. She always in your pocket. Always, always in your pocket. All right. Okay. All right. All right. So um, I wanted you to look in your DM because I have a okay. million of them, but I wanted you to look in your DM and then whatever you want, whatever one you pick, we can go here. I have one here. Okay. It says um. I ain't going to say her name. Okay, I absolutely love your YouTube channel. So I just want to say first, thank you. Secondly, what do you do when you still want to fuck your married narcissistic ex who has a baby? He still messages me. We broke up seven years ago. I need help. Okay, so she said um, her ex, she was married to him, but she left. I don't know if she had a baby with him or not. So if you don't have a baby with him, why don't you have a restraining order? Why isn't your number changed? Why are you still communicating with with him? There's no boundaries. So it ain't him. You know he's toxic because obviously he's your ex. Why are you still communicating with someone that abused you? Mm. And second of all, if you're still tied to your toxic family, they're going to keep you trauma bonded. So you're never going to heal your issues so that you can stop dealing with toxic men. It's all connected. Mm-hmm. So it's really on you, not him. You got to strengthen and re- reinforce your boundaries. That's what I say. I talked to a girl last night. This is random on live. Tom was on live. We were live three in the morning. She asked me, she said that she's been dating a guy for six months. And how do you know when um, she didn't use the word possessive or controlling? She said he's protective. Mm-hmm. So I already felt like she was choosing words to make it not as bad of a blow. She's been dating for six months. He has, I think, five or six children with three baby moms. He's an arc. Uh, no. <laughs> Multiple baby mamas already. No. Tell her to run. That's what I told no. her. But I told her to run because she's defending him. In my experience, him. that gets worse. And that's not protective. When people are doing things like... Where are you at? That's controlling. That's controlling. She's controlling. She's covering for him. How are you asking for advice but protecting the motherfucker you asking him about, you know, advice right. for? So then you know what I think is a big sign? I feel like when a man 
accuses you or hints around that you cheating when you've done nothing. That's in called that projection. Realm. The narcissists love to project all they the cheat. shit they doing onto you. You're cheating. You doing this and that. He's doing all of that. He's doing all of that. Everything he accused you of, he's doing it. Mm-mm-mm. This is crazy. This is mind blowing. Thubs keep raising his hand like we in school. It's spiritual because it's just a spiritual um, character and moral disorder. And it just it has no race because all races, I talk to white women, Asian, Hispanic, they all going through it too. Yeah. So, yeah. but it's just worse in the black community because our black men are murdering us. That's national well, statistics. What did you say earlier? We were talking about every five to six hours, the black man murders the black woman. So mm-hmm. there's a problem. And this is in like domestic violence cases. Yeah. Coercive control, domestic violence, the, um, narcissistic abuse is emotional domestic violence. That's all it is. It's right. all the same. Right. And, um, I feel like it doesn't have to be physical. It could be just as bad. It's just, it's just emotional is worse because it causes health problems in women's bodies, fibroids, autoimmune disease, lupus, all types of things break down in a woman's body. Right. And if you're pregnant, your baby will catch it too. Wow. Yeah. Phelps has a question for you. Almost about to fall off the chair. He had What's to get up, to the mic. What's up? If uh, a woman has multiple baby dads, is she a narcissist? Yes. He's fucking. Yes. Don't answer Phelps' questions. Oh, don't answer it. Why? Can you cut that mic? Thank you. That's cut that mic. I'm just trying to see if everything go both ways. It goes both ways, okay. but the, she does it worse than the male. Okay. She, she's more conniving. Yeah. Te- really, technically, he said the women are worse, Phelps. Yeah. That's what she's saying. The women. No, are I know. I just. I, I'm, I'm just asking. I'm you got any other questions? <laughs> Not off the top. Of my about head. yourself. You want to ask about yourself? I, 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 what what if a man has sex with so many different women every night all the time and never commits to He's enemy? on a down low. Is he in a... Fuck. Holy shit. <laughs> oh. Uh-oh. Am I causing problems? Uh-oh. That's that's not me. I'm joking. No. No, Phelps doesn't have any children. He does like date and stuff like that. But he's okay. not ready to settle down just yet. But what I will say about Phelps is he's very honest with, he's not lying to these women and selling them dreams and stuff. Because I'm just my friend. I want him to tease at Phelps. He, I respect that. She tried yeah, to make me seem like a user. I'm not that. No, <laughs> no. But he likes to fuck. He will fuck you, but he's coming with that. Let's fuck. Let's have a good time. You're he's not coming. Honest. You're not coming with, I want a family with nah, you or whatever. Nah, 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 Phelps nah, prefers to be the side nigga. Yeah, see, the narc he want to get married. On. He'll rush everything nah, to lock you down or get you pregnant. So I move at just be. Okay. I was recently love bombed and I really am like. How'd I'm, you catch it? What did he say to make you realize you was love being love bombed? I realized I was love bombed when everything stopped. And I feel like for me, I felt like, like seriously, all jokes aside, this is something that I am dealing with now. Like we've been apart for a while, but it really bothers me the thought of that. Let somebody trick me. You know, that's how I feel for me. I am the progressive female, the alpha female. And it aggravates me so much because my supporters, I like to call them my cousins. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, they put me on this pedestal, this strength, or whatever. And I'm a woman just like you. Women are emotional creatures. We lead with our hearts, not our minds. So I can go through the same thing that you go through. What with, 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 what is the truth about me is is that I do have a more aggressive approach, um, more like a tomboyish kind of thing. And I was lucky enough to not run into a lot of cheaters. And um, 
I was unlucky enough to think that cheating was the way. So I cheated on almost every man I ever had. I really oh, did. Wow. Yeah. And a lot of that was built on fear. A, like, de- a defense mechanism. A defense, exactly. Yeah. Like, I might not be fucking around on you, but I got somebody on the side in the tuck just in case you try just to Just in act. case, yeah. So for me, my first time being in a relationship where I was given what I felt like was my all and I didn't have ulterior motive mm-hmm. and I did care about his feelings and how I affected him. I feel like I was tricked in just me being a North Philly bitch, a city girl. I feel like a dumb dumb, just like you fell for an internet scam. It's like, how the fuck did I let the cash app scam work on me? You know what I mean? Like, that's how I feel. But when you look at it in the love bombing sense, how the fuck would you know? This person comes in your life, see that what you're missing, gives you a whole bunch of that. Of course you would believe it. Who wouldn't? So I feel like a lot of these women that get in these situations, you shouldn't be so much down on yourself for it happening. If anything, you should down yourself for you still clamoring and fighting for shit that you know is not real. Now today, I know it's not real. So if he try, when he tries to come back in my life or tries to start, it's like, no way, because I know. I don't even know you, nigga, because the nigga right. you presented to me, you never were. his representative. Yes. And ladies, even though he was great, like I wish I could find that nigga. That nigga he was pretending to be. Oh, I loved him so much. I thought that he was great. my soulmate, child. That's how you, they make you feel. Oh my god! I mean, yeah. like, and it was such a shocker. Like when it hit me, it hit me really, really hard. And I'm like, oh, this is a scam. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I'm saying like, okay, Demona, you've been scammed. Period. And if you think about it, it's almost a blessing because. If he would have did it right, I still wouldn't know. Right. He did it wrong. He fucked up and became himself and, for and a little while. And most women level up after a narcissist. They stay stuck. They just move on to a new victim. They never progress or level up. No, but, but this, but this is my up. question, mm-hmm. Doc, because you're getting that doctorate. For my next relationship, I feel very much this is I'm single. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to stay single as long as possible. I always say I come from an era where like these young girls, they glowy when they single. They look good single. They mm-hmm. happy. They working themselves. Mm-hmm. I come from the era. If you were single and glowing, that coochie, something was wrong. She can't keep no man. That's how we were. So when I look back at my life, I've been in relationships since I was 18. Always in a relationship, always somebody. And I was treated good. Well, especially material wise. Mm-hmm. But. Emotional-wise, I don't know whether, and I did the fiancé thing. Like, I was always a nigga fiancé, but I'm playing a wife, which I really don't recommend you do, no, young girl. I'm like, don't that. be up in that no. house cooking and cleaning the iron with that big That's diamond. a scam, too. It's a scam, it's girl. A scam. If he really care, he really wants you, he will fucking marry you, mm-hmm. right? And I played that role more than once in my life. Um, but don't regret it. I just It's just something I'm not willing to do. But for women like me that have had that, traumatic ass thing where you were kind of bamboozled how the fuck do you know the next guy is not love I'm, my friend DeAndre is a great guy he's married he's a great husband no seriously Dre is a great guy mm-hmm. you know when we talk about some of the things that he does with his wife or how he treats his wife I, I think it's example Mary is that the right word what's the word example Mary is that exemplary right? exemplary <laughs> I think it's like a good thing for somebody to look at and say, I want to treat my wife this way or that way, right? If I met a Dre right now and he was doing those nice things to me, I don't think that I would believe it. I would think that it was fake because of what I just went through. And I've never been that way. Mm-hmm. Like, I've never been somebody that held my old shit with the last shit. But it's like, being tricked like that leaves you feeling like, how the fuck do you know when to trust this motherfucker? If they're pretending 24-7 out the day. If I got a Dre right now, I'd probably fumble it. Probably beat him up. 
Well, I have a solution. That's where your family comes into play. You have to figure out who the narcissists are in your family, either cut them off or put a lot of distance. Don't talk to them because they're the ones that broke you. You can't heal in the same environment that broke you. So you got to figure out who programmed you to be toxic codependent, you know, and then isolate find it. You got to vet a therapist because a lot of doctors are narcissists, a lot of psychs and therapists. Yeah. Cause they'll sit it. They'll play you in that therapy session so that you can keep, you know, coming back. They need their bills paid. Damn. So what the fuck we supposed to do? If a therapist tell, if a therapist encourages you to reconnect with your abusive family, they're they're pimping you. Right. Because you're bound to fall out again and you're going to need more therapy. Right. So they're stringing you along. Everything's awesome. So we have to learn how to vet and raise our discernment with everybody. But how do I know when to trust again? Or how do I know that this man in my life is just when, showing me love, doing these loving things for me because he loves me versus him love bombing me? That's that's what I'm getting to. Okay. When, when, when you get to the healing parts and um, the therapy and you, you know, get to the childhood, when you get to the root of your shit, you're going to start feeling better. I mean, really good. You're not even going to want to date. You're just going to be looking at everybody and you're just going to know because it's it's a feeling. I can't even describe it. You're not going to be pressed to date. You're not going to, you know, you're just going to be, that shit you're going to, you're going to vet everybody, right? everybody. Right. When you go to work, wherever you, whatever you do in life, everybody, you're just going to be looking at them from a spiritual lens right? and you're going to be calm about it. It's going to be an inner peace. Okay. So when that moment comes, you're not going to fear, you know, the love bombing, all that, because you're going to be reading the brother's spirit. Oh, okay. cause you're going to be, you're going to be in tune with your spirit. That's right, your discernment is going to be up. I'm- up and stuck. God gonna give me dick again. <laughs> you right. you will get dick again okay. with the right person. You're gonna get a Prince Harry. I'm waiting for my Prince Harry too, girl. Okay. Derek has a question, but I have a question first and you go last. Okay. Is it okay to fuck a nurse? It's like if he fuck real good, you just wanna do it to him. Is that okay? Like you know you don't want to go with him, but you're letting me train. I used to say yes, but I say no because a lot of them are dangerous when you cut them off. Mm. They're controlling and they control their victims through sex. That's why a lot of women are still stuck on their exes. And is that the sexual demon they talk it's about? It's the sexual demon, the incubus succubus. Yeah. So incubus succubus. That's suck that's the me. name of the demon for real. Incubus succubus will suck you good. See, I mean, honestly, why why all them fucks with? That's all they got. Damn. What else do they have? What else do they have? That's how they control their victims with sex. I need the good niggas to hang with nurses just to learn how to fuck. That's all they got. The better the nigga, the worse the dick. And the more the more victims they sleep with, the more money he get from her, drugs, this, that. He he getting something out of everybody. So yeah. sex is how he locks his victims down. Damn. Mm-hmm. Damn. So would you say settle with somebody was okay dick because he a good guy? I would. I if did he, that already. If he's treating me good and he's consistent. Yeah. Yeah, girl. I'm, I can't do toxic or crazy. And they, these niggas are dangerous these they days. Are. They are. It's about control. So you can have some real good sex and, you know, be cool with them and like friends with benefits and you cut it off and he'll, he'll, these dudes will stalk you. It can get dangerous. Damn. So I say no. I used to say yes, but no. Yeah. Incubus no succubus. Suck See, me a little bit. Suck you that. a little bit. Incubus succubus. <laughs> What's your question, Derek from Boston? Question. So a minute ago, you said a woman shouldn't be a girlfriend or a fiance and play like the wife role or go above and beyond. That's right. But why should a man as a boyfriend or a fiance be like the provider, protector, provide stability if he's not a husband yet? I don't give a fuck. I'm a girl. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's I my would answer. say it, it comes down to leadership. If his daddy didn't teach him how to lead properly or if his father was a poor, like he didn't treat his mother right and didn't set an example in the household, you know, a male that knows how to lead ain't going to have a problem providing and stepping up or making you his, his wife, doing it the right way. So a lot of brothers, majority of them lack leadership. And to be honest, to answer your question, all, all jokes aside, Derek, and that's because a man marries a woman. A woman don't marry exactly. no man. Exactly. So the reason why I'm telling these girls don't play wifey is because he's the one that takes it there. She doesn't. That's right. So he's in complete control of that. So if he's playing husband, it's because he didn't fucking ask to be the husband, right? Right. That's the difference. And most of them want the Dummy. benefits without committing. So if he can get you to play house without putting a ring on, he, he's getting a better deal. It but don't women him. want the same benefits without committing as well? Some women do. I don't know, bitches. I don't know no women that are like, <laughs> I don't want to get married. Bitches are waiting on that fucking moment. We want to be married. We want the princess treatment. We want the whole, the family there, the Times Square. It's, it's, it's a smaller amount, in my opinion, of women mm -hmm. that don't want that versus women that really do want that. Yeah. I don't give a fuck what they say. They want you to call their raggedy-ass family so them bitches can be jealous <laughs> and have this big-ass proposal with fireworks and shit. And then they want to have a fucking wedding. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You bitches settling for ten thousand dollar baby showers, big ass gown at a baby shower, yeah, girl. I can't do that. What is wrong with y'all? <laughs> anyway, this this episode has been like, I don't know. I feel like I need a nap. Was it therapeutic at least? It was, and I been boots with everybody because I just wanted the one on one. Tell them what they can get out of you. <laughs> Book tour. What do you do when you go on tour? When you come to their city, and how can they find you? This is my third year. I go on tour out of my own pockets all over the U.S. and outside. You know, I go to Europe and I hold my own support group meetups for people that uh, are in need of help, trying to get away from narcissistic abuse, or they got out and they're in a healing process. So I go from city to city. I'll be in L.A with my girl Leah Taylor um, August 21st I'll be in Chicago and Detroit for Labor Day weekend Philly DC in July uh, London and Paris July mm, can um, I go to Paris with you? you sure can I got a passport come on All right. Uh, Toronto Canada the end of um, September and Houston uh, October 1st so I this is my third year I started this in the, during the pandemic because during the pandemic domestic violence went up because we were forced to quarantine with them motherfuckers yeah. all day long child can you imagine locked in with his raggedy ass it's a joy when that nigga go to work and he just laying his dirty stinking ass around don't clean up talking Ooh. shit watching sports I can't even where do they find your books all nine of my books are on Amazon um, you can go to my Instagram page I love SW I got one page Okay, don't but motherfucker is trying to, you know, do tarot readings in your fucking DM. That's not me. I don't do tarot don't readings. Do tarot I don't ask people for money in their inbox. Yeah. I have one page. I love SWB. And I only Straight ask for money on live. So if I DM'd you asked for it, it wasn't me. Right. But I'm on, live, I'm on live and I pay my cash at, please send the money. Yes. So and follow me on TikTok, Spiritual Whistleblower. All my books are on my link in my bio. Dre, please put her information here so this black woman can um, spread this word. I know you're going to have a lot of questions. Please go to her Instagram without the answer. I hate to see you go. Love to see you come. But Thank we you for this having me. Manifestation oh thing. I want to know, what are you manifesting in your life? What are you welcoming in your life with your words? I manifest that I continue to work on being a good person. Um, I love 
uh, being a vessel and pulling people closer to God. So I want whatever God wants for me. Mm-hmm. And I want to stay in alignment with spirit, um, relationships. None of that matters to me. It's just I'm in my purpose. So as long as I'm fulfilled and doing that and I'm in alignment, I'm Gucci. That's my manifestation. Whatever God wants for me. That is beautiful. Thank you so much. For coming. Buffy the Narcissist Slayer. Check Hi. my girl out. This was a great episode. You welcome, bitches and niggas. You're welcome. Bye. It's a wrap. <laughs> <laughs>